this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg Pukerke. Your guest names are Jack Connors and John Tebow. John is the publisher of Buffalo Business First, and Jack used to hold that role. Now, they're working together on Buffalo Homecoming, which was just announced at the Delaware North headquarters in downtown Buffalo. We're super excited to be a partner of this event. It is a three and a half day conference for expats to come back to their city, see what's changed since they left, and invest in different opportunities. They give a great update on what the program is, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear about it. So uh, we, we have sort of some breaking news. Um, you just announced uh, Buffalo Homecoming. Can you tell our audience a little bit about what that is? Sure. Uh, Buffalo Homecoming is a uh, two-and-a-half-day event uh, that's going to be scheduled in September of uh, 2019. Uh, the idea behind Buffalo Homecoming is to invite in uh, expats, uh, folks who uh, either were born here, uh, went to school here, or spent part of their professional career here before moving to other parts of the country and or the world. Great. And and why do you think it's important to have these people back now? You know, why why now as opposed to five years ago? What's what's different about our region? Well, I think the thing that's different right now is that we're in the middle of a, a renaissance. If you look back uh, within the last 10 years, uh, the progress that has been made uh, economically in the region uh, from, from a development standpoint, uh, a lot of projects have, uh, have, have come to the table and have, have been completed. Uh, the medical campus, the uh, Inner Harbor, uh, Larkinville, uh, a lot of development that's going on in the neighborhood. So the reason we want to bring these folks back, uh, and these are all folks who are successful in their fields. Uh, some of them may be extremely wealthy, some of them may not, but uh, they're all uh, successful. Uh, we want to bring them back to see what's going on for them to experience the buffalo we, that, that we have here now and not the buffalo possibly that they left uh, 5, 10, 15, 25, 30 years ago. And is it more about showing them the industry and you know job growth in buffalo or the quality of life or, or some mixture of, of the two? It's really a mixture of the two, but the, the whole idea is, is this is really an economic development initiative. What we want them to do is come back, see what's been happening, and see where the opportunities are. Um, have them invest back in the community that, that helped to nurture them. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, come back and invest in a business, uh, invest in a startup, uh, become a mentor to uh, someone who may be in their similar field but is just starting out, uh, help out nonprofits. Uh, we will provide them at the end of the two and a half days with a prospectus on things that they can get involved with back in the community. Now, the whole program is based on a program that was started in Detroit uh, five years ago called Detroit Homecoming. Uh, I was fortunate uh, this past uh, fall uh, to attend Detroit Homecoming with uh, John Tebow, the, the present publisher of, of, of Buffalo Business First, uh, Jenna Cavanaugh from Invest Buffalo Niagara, and uh, uh, we, we were able to see... Uh, what the event is, we were able to talk to expats in Detroit and feel their passion for the Detroit area. Uh, now in Detroit, after f four years, they just had their fifth, after the fourth year, they tracked more than $350 million in direct investment back into the Detroit community from the expats who have attended Detroit Homecoming. It's a massive amount of money. 
and uh, and this year they they hope to even gather more support. This year they had 250 attendees, um, and they feel very confident that, uh, that it's going to reap real benefits for the Detroit community. John, you had a chance to go to Detroit with with Jack to see the Detroit homecoming and kind of glean some experience. Uh, what were your impressions of that trip, and and what do you think you can bring back to the Buffalo Conference? I mean, clearly the event that they put on was uh, remarkably uh, impressive uh, with the number and, and quality of expats that they were, were able to bring back uh, to maintain that type of excitement for, for, for five plus years uh, is something that's pretty special. Uh, what I think was remarkable to me uh, was how the entire community came together and rallied behind uh, this one cause. Uh, it was not uh, Crane's Detroit's event. It was not the sponsor's event. This was clearly an event that was put on by the entire community uh, where there was no uh, competitive exclusivity. Uh, everyone came and contributed to the betterment uh, of, of the neighborhoods. And I, I think that's clearly shown. And I think that's something that we need to be uh, very conscious of here. Uh, it was also uh, remarkably diverse, uh, as is the population of Detroit, and that's something that is going to be absolutely essential uh, for us to, to emulate here as well. And it's, you know, you've mentioned the growth and some of the statistics after the fourth and fifth years. What's a realistic expectation for us in our first year? What are you guys shooting for as far as attendees and some things like that? Yeah, I mean, I think we would be... Um, very happy if we had between 75 and 100 expats uh, come back. Uh, the, the lift for year one uh, is uh, remarkably heavy. Uh, we've got to compile a database. We need to bring uh, a number of different community members together uh, to rally behind it. And so far, uh, the process has been, been great. Uh, Detroit experienced uh, you know, a similar reaction where their main focus in year one was to, to get a core group of expats back. And then just like the snowball that goes down the hill, uh, it picked up momentum and size. So uh, I think if we focus on that 75 to 100 number uh, and put on uh, the event that we know that we can, um, year two and three uh, will show exponential growth. Uh, Detroit's main focus in year one was to just put on this event and bring folks back and get them excited about it. I think that will be our main focus uh, and what we're talking about uh, with sponsors with regards to expectations. Uh, and then after year two, start to measure uh, what we've seen in terms of contribution back uh, to the community. Uh, in Detroit, folks after year two, if they were not able to demonstrate in the uh, course of 12 months what they had done to make Detroit a better place, they were not invited back. Um, so this is something that uh, we look to be measurable uh, and we need to hold folks to the same standards uh, that we're seeing in other communities. And they've seen repeat visitors, people coming back year after year? Yeah, yeah, they have. Uh, as a matter of fact, the 250 they had uh, this year, I think they said uh, close to 75% uh, were folks that had been there for, for all four years. Uh, they have a waiting list uh, this year. Uh, in, in some ways, I think they were a little bit jealous of us. Uh, they felt that their year one was remarkably strong uh, because it was very, very intimate. Uh, when you have 250 expats and 250 locals, you start to lose some of that uh, intimacy. Um, 
but again, they, uh, they're not going backwards with regards to the size. The more folks that you can have there and participating uh, is very, very important. Uh, but they do have a waiting list, um, thousand folks uh, in their database right now, and that is uh, a position that I think we would love to get to, uh, probably not in year two, uh, but certainly year three or four. So what type of events did Detroit have for their expats, and what can people that are going to come in, in September back to Buffalo expect? Well, the day starts with a registration midday on a Wednesday, uh, and then there's some panel discussions. Uh, we'll probably do something on development. Uh, and development opportunities. Uh, then in the evening, there's a uh, dinner for the expats. Uh, it's invitation only. There are no tickets sold to any of these events. Uh, so the dinner in the evening will have some a couple of keynote uh, keynote people uh, discussing what's going on in Buffalo. I don't want to say speakers because we don't want we don't want people to just sit there and and listen. We want some uh, interactive uh, uh, conversation with with the individuals. We don't know who's on the agenda yet. Uh, we're going to have our host and steering committee help us put that agenda together, along with input from expats who uh, who, who commit to come. Uh, the next day will be a series of, uh, again, let's say mini panel discussions. Um, everything from education to development to nonprofits and culturals, uh, you name it. We're going to we're going to cover everything that's going on in the community, uh, and that interspersed with within that day will be also be uh, tours out to some of the. Uh, uh, some of the areas of the community. We're not going to just look at the, the bright, shiny objects like uh, the Inner Harbor and, and the Medical Center, which we will, but we're going to take people out into the neighborhoods, uh, show them the development that's going on in the neighborhoods, uh, take a look at what needs to be done uh, yet in those neighborhoods. Um, there's a great want in the city of Buffalo. One of the things that we've seen over the years is, is that um, it hasn't been... Uh, equitable in the, in the community as to who's who's uh, who's who's succeeding and who's not succeeding. Uh, so we want to show show the community as as we see it every day. Uh, yeah, there's some great things going on, but there's things that need to be done yet. We were talking downstairs. Um, William Fickner is an alum of of the high school that I also graduated from, and I think it was about a year ago he donated some money to the auditorium, and they named him named it after him. It seems Buffalonians really care about where they came from. Why do you think that is, or why do you think that's such a good fit for our, our community? Well, I, th I think a lot of it has to go with, the, number one, the community's personality. I mean, I, very seldom will you ever find someone who, who uh, talks about Buffalo as being a cold, unwelcoming community. I think Buffalo's always been a warm, welcoming community. Um, you know, years ago at Business First, uh, we did a publication for the Buffalo Bills called Bills Insider. Um, it was... Uh, uh, from an editorial standpoint, it was, point, it was a wonderful success. From a financial standpoint, it was a disaster. Because <laughs> we, we started it the last year, the Bills went to the Super Bowl, and of course, things started to go downhill after, after that loss. Yeah. Um, but we had a chance to interact with Bills backers around the country. So we worked with the Bills, and we, we worked with, uh, with the folks who, uh, who organized the Bills backers. And the passion that... Um, that just the Buffalo Bills fans who lived all over the country had for the team, and not only the team, but for the community, was incredible. Um, that hasn't diminished, even though, you know, the team has not been as successful over the last uh, 25, 26 years. Um, but the enthusiasm is still there. Um, so I, we, we, know, we know the expats uh, still have a passion for Buffalo. It could be totally related to the sports teams, uh, but we think it's more than that. We think it's, we think it's family, friends, uh, you know, college college mates, high school friends, 
it's, it's a combination of all those. The interesting thing, too, is we know that the expats that we want to invite back for this come back to the community all the time. They're here. They're here. We just don't know that they're here. Uh, they come home for weddings and funerals and, and, and uh, uh, christenings and high school reunions and college reunions and uh, birthday parties. You know, so we, we know that they're back in the community. Uh, so it's it's a matter of us making contact with them, inviting them back specifically for this two and a half day event. Yeah, I was in um, Los Angeles a couple months ago. Went to a Bills backers bar for the game on a Sunday, and all the LA Bills fans were. You know, we got to talking, and they're asking me not just about sports, but about Buffalo in general, and you know, things that they've heard are happening back home. So I think it does go past the sports. Yeah, I really think it does. And we've been very fortunate. The community's been very fortunate in the last uh, probably five or six years. We've gotten a lot of uh, really positive uh, national and international press on the community. Everything from uh, you know affordability to uh, the economic development uh, uh, projects that are going on here to to straight-out tourism, to architectural tourism, to the arts. Uh, you, you look at Jeffrey Gunlock, who uh, has made an unbelievably generous contribution to the Albright Knox Art Gallery. Uh, you know, here's someone who, I don't know if he, whose radar he was on, but you know, here's someone who uh, became successful, uh, appreciated fine art, um, lived out in, on the West Coast, and um, is making this contribution uh, to an institution that's more than 3,000 miles away from, from where he actually lives. So we have to believe there's more, more folks out there that, uh, if approached, if asked um, to give back to our community, they'd be willing to do that. Yeah, and I, I heard you present about Buffalo Home coming to our uh, board of directors, and I, I think you mentioned while you were in Detroit, you met some people with a Buffalo connection as well, right? I did, I did. I met... Uh, 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 Sharon uh, Levitt, uh, who's the uh, owner and publisher of uh, Buffalo Spree Magazine, I met her daughter-in-law. Uh, she was actually sitting at a table with me. Uh, also a woman named Jeannie Whitmer, who uh, lives in Connecticut, but was uh, born in Buffalo and moved to Detroit with her family at a very young age, but uh, continued to return to Buffalo regularly because her grandparents were here. She, first question she asked me was, uh, what's the status of the Buffalo Zoo? And I had to let her know that the elephants were being moved, and uh, she was not... She was a little disappointed with that because yeah. that was her, her, her and her family's favorite place to go was the, uh, was the elephant house and to see the elephants. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, around the country, especially in the Northeast, when you look at it, are, uh, are, have a connection to Buffalo and, and uh, really enjoy being here. The one thing I want to ask both of you, and we'll go with Jack first, what are you most excited for expats coming back home to see? What are you most excited to show them? Well, I think we're most excited... Primarily to show them some of the shiny new objects that are out there, uh, the medical campus, the uh, the Inner Harbor, exploring more uh, will be open uh, at that time. Um, have them see those things, uh, and have them then see what the potential is for the community going forward. John, what, what would you say is your your most excited to show people? I, I think Jack uh, hit the nail on the head. Um, you know. One of the largest differences between us and Detroit uh, is the sheer size uh, of the two markets. Uh, so, uh, in many ways, while some of the uh, redevelopment that we we've seen here is equal to that of Detroit, uh, but Buffalo being roughly a third—is that correct? A, a third of the size. Um, it, it really is clear that we are probably a little bit further along in our renaissance. Uh, than they are, uh, and, and I think that's going to have a big impact. Uh, but as, as Jack had said, 
a lot has been done already, uh, but there is still a lot of work, and uh, I'm going to say uh, probably a better word is a lot of opportunities um, for folks who want to come in. It's uh, uh, it's clear in several other markets that if you put um, passionate expats uh, who were successful in business uh, in front of the right opportunities, they are going to see what they are and be able to take advantage of them. So I think that is absolutely exciting to not only show them what's happened, but as Jack had said, what the opportunities are for them to be a part of it uh, and contribute to the continued renaissance that we're experiencing. I think one of the things we have to realize too is that um, it really is a, uh, an environment that we're asking them to come back and look at. Uh, and you know, as Invest Buffalo Niagara knows, it's not just one thing that attracts a business here or attracts investment here or attracts people back here. It's many different things. So you have to meet a checklist of, 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 of whatever the needs are for a certain individual organization. And that's where having the entire community involved in this, uh, if nothing the first year, if we get feedback that gives us um, positive things to try and change, we need to look at it community-wide. It just can't be one organization or one individual making those changes. It has to be everybody pulling together to do that. And, John, how can the community help in the run-up to this event? We talked a little bit about uh, the personal ask being very vital to getting people back rather than just a somewhat spammy email asking them and a lot of times it is that personal or family or friend connection so are you guys looking for name suggestions or what well, kind of help do you need? Yeah without doubt uh, we built a, a database of uh, what we believe between 350 and 400 folks uh, would, would make sense for this uh, at this point our hope is to grow it to, uh, to over 500 uh, in the next couple of months and it seems to grow Every day, uh, as we go out and talk to folks, they say, well, you know, this person should be here, this person should be here. Um, but yes, uh, getting this list out uh, in front of folks and knowing who does have that uh, personal connection uh, is going to be remarkably important uh, to let them know what is going on uh, and to encourage them uh, to come back and spend uh, the, the three days with us. Um, there is no way that uh, even with everything that we do, we're looking to launch a campaign to help us find them. Um, and uh, we'll look for different media parties to help us uh, to get that message out. Uh, but emails uh, and phone calls from our uh, event folks uh, and social media pushes are likely not going to be what helps push an expat over the top to, to be here. It's going to be the personal phone call from someone they've known for years or their parents or their brother and their sister saying, we know you're coming back, you come back for three days. Um, anyone who has any connections with any of these folks, uh, that will be a, a very, very big ask and I think will be critical uh, to our success. Yeah, our, our, our website, buffalohomecoming.com, actually has a form on there where you can, um, if you're a mother or a proud father, you can you can uh, nominate your 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 child to uh, to be invited to Buffalo Homecoming. As we said, it's a it's an invite only uh, uh, event, uh, and that's also for uh, folks in the community. But uh, you know they can go on site and and fill out the form, and uh, we'll contact them. Um, you know we ask for contact information for the expat. We ask for their contact information, uh, and we think that's going to be a good source uh, for. Uh, for people to, to nominate, or individuals who want to self-nominate uh, to come back. And we hope this is going to spread through word of mouth. We're, uh, we're working with uh, 
a number of the colleges and universities locally, and also um, the, the secondary schools uh, for uh, in their alumni offices and development offices to identify individuals that they're proud of that have uh, uh, that have potential to um, to give back to our community. Uh, and uh, you know, our whole source or our whole purpose there is not to have them, you know, their alums to come back and um, you know donate money to this charity or that charity, which would be nice. But you know, if they if they feel strongly, uh, you know. Uh, they can donate back to their uh, to their own uh, uh, high school or, or college uh, if they so choose, which would be great. Um, but we need we need the community's help in, in finding the individuals and reaching out to the individuals. And uh, like John said, we've got more than 350 people in the database right now. We hope to grow that uh, uh, to well over 500, and uh, it'd be great if we had a had a waiting list. You mentioned this is really a story about our economic development and our resurgence. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more gen generally about your front row seat to this for the past 30 plus years as the publisher and president of Buffalo Business First. What do you think is the, the story or the, the lead paragraph of Buffalo's resurgence? Uh, confidence. Uh, I think the community finally has confidence in itself. Uh, I, I think for too long uh, we were always second guessing. Uh, we had an inferiority complex. Uh, you know, losing four Super Bowls didn't help with that uh, with that uh, psychological disorder we all seem to have here. And I don't want to put too much emphasis on football because not everyone's a football fan, but uh, hockey too. But uh, but I think it's I think it's the it's the self confidence. I think uh, we 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 experienced a, a number of years with some very strong um, political leadership um, from within the community, um, and I think that. That helped move things along. Um, we had uh, private sector people who were willing to invest their own money and take chances where that hadn't happened before. Um, those are the things uh, that I think have made a difference. And um, I think if, if people would have, I don't think anybody believed when the Pagulas announced they were going to build Harbor Center with two skating rinks, a hotel um, attached to the uh, a Key Center Arena that. Uh, that was ever one ever going to take place, uh, and two that it would be done in less than two years. And uh, you know, from the time they announced it to the time they opened the doors, less than two years. It was probably all all privately funded, also, which you know was absolutely amazing. Uh, you take a look at the, the New Oshai Children's Hospital. You take a look at the Jacobs Medical School. Uh, those are all things that were um, the, the the ideas surfaced and. Uh, were implemented and completed all within record time for this community. And uh, John, you've had a, about a year now as Jack's successor, had a chance to, I'm sure, you know, talk to a lot of people and, and sit around the table with a, a lot of business influencers. What have you been most impressed by as you've uh, started to get deeper into learning our landscape? Yeah, I, I mean, I think Jack talks about uh, confidence, which I think is, is an essential part of it. Um, but you know, one of the things that uh, I think has also made this renaissance uh, possible uh, is the sense of community. Uh, and I think when you combine uh, competence with community, some amazing things uh, can happen. Uh, you know, my, I, I met my wife in, in 2003. She uh, grew up in Orchard Park, and she made it clear by the end of 2004 that one day we would be coming back to, to Western New York. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of chuckled uh, <laughs> at, at that time, um, but she had often said, uh, you know, if 
you were coming from the outside, the worst news you could hear from your company was that you were being transferred to Buffalo. Uh, and then after you got here, the worst news that you could get was that you were being transferred out of Buffalo. Uh, and, and I think that is uh, remarkably accurate. Uh, you know, the quality of life um, that this area presents, uh, the sense of community uh, is, is parallel, uh, parallel to none. Um, and, and to be part of, of something that truly is uh, looks to be a force to be reckoned with. I think is is very very exciting, and to see Buffalo getting uh, its its due credit and praise in, in national coverage uh, in the press, uh, I think is is essential to dispelling uh, a lot of the rumors uh, about what Buffalo really is. I will never forget the first winter storm that we were here. My my son woke up one morning and saw a foot of snow on the ground and said, uh, "Yay, no school!" and Wife said, "Yeah, buddy, no. Uh, you're, 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 you will have school today. Um, sure. Do we get more snow than most? Absolutely. But we know how to handle it here. It doesn't stop things. Folks uh, flourish and thrive uh, when these types of conditions come down. Um, but you know, the, the impact, and I think that the bad rep that that Buffalo gets it, it is nothing um, and not accurate compared to." Uh, so many of the other things that this community has has to offer. So, um, you know, as Jack had said, combining uh, confidence uh, and the sense of community, I don't think there's a lot that uh, that can't be done here. Right. And snow melts. It absolutely <laughs> does, and there is no better place to be May, June, July, August, September, and hopefully all of October uh, yep. in the United States. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys for, you know, the work you've done on this project and celebrating our successes and you know, trying to have a hand in fixing some of those things that need fixing. And, uh, you know, we're excited to be a, a partner for the event. Before I let you go, we have a few hard-hitting uh, blizzard round questions for you. So we'll go to Jack, Jack John and then back to me for the question. Uh, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Uh, cherry Vanilla Twist from Frank Seal. Uh, cookie Dough. Uh, what's a book or TV show that you'd recommend? Happy Valley on Netflix. I just finished both seasons of Ozark and can't wait for season three. I love Ozark. Uh, text or phone call? Text. I'm going to take the phone call. Uh, Bills or Sabres? Bills. Sorry to make you talk more about football. <laughs> I can't choose. I watch them both. Okay. Hiking or skiing? Skiing. Skiing. And uh, last question, chicken wings, drumstick, or flat? Drumstick. Is there really a flat part? Absolutely the drumstick. Three drumstick, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Great. Thanks, Trick. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Bellringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.